you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. All right, gamers, welcome to One More Game Podcast. This is episode 18, 10 July 2022. I am your host, The Stroke. I'm here with my good friends, longtime podcast buddies, Swift Mita, and I'm Pickle Matt. Boys, how's it going? Hey, boys. I'm, What's going uh, on, guys? I'm here. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know, Swift is uh, doing some remote podcasting from uh, not his house. And so he's yeah. dedicated. He's got his mic set up on some books. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, ca- my camera is literally on a uh, upright drawer uh, just to film me from far away, it seems. Uh, I wish I could set up. We'll yeah, make it work. I wish I could, I wish I could show you the, the view of the lake right there because we're on uh, Lake Coeur d'Alene and it's beautiful, like literally, you know, 30 feet that way. Uh, but here we are. That tiny bookshelf is pretty beautiful too. Yeah, yeah I really like the setup you got going there. Uh, much better Thanks. than the one you got at home. <laughs> yeah, clearly. All right, so that being said, just be ready for technical difficulties. Speaking of technical difficulties, <laughs> I'm Pickle Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Um, I've got Razor uh, completely removed from any kind of process <laughs> on my computer right now. So, uh, so Razor Synapse will not be the the bane of our existence but who knows what will come up instead sounds good well uh good to have you here man second episode you're just gonna it's just gonna all be uphill from here you know what i mean or Sorry. downhill i don't know what they say is but. that yeah is that good or bad <laughs> i don't know we'll, we'll see there's no telling we'll find it looks out. like you got a little a new little microphone setup though oh yeah that's right i got this uh sure mv7 on the recommendation of uh buttered toast from bonsai gaming and uh We'll see how it goes. I kind of like it so far. I just got to get a boom arm and then uh, I'll be a professional for sure. Yeah, I tell you yeah. what, you sound, you sound silky smooth. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Spinning the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. That's right. <laughs> I was a radio DJ for about uh, six months in college. Of course you were. It was nice. Uh, it was me recording for the like midnight to 2 a.m. Uh, time frame and then i got bored of that because i didn't want to do that ever again you were in it for the chicks i'm sure but uh, that's right it, it worked really if well you, did if it work on pitch pitch perfect two or three or whatever that one was truth 
Well, if you're a One More Game loyalist, you're here in the chat or listening uh, week after week, we just want to let you know how much we appreciate your support, and we're glad to have you here. And this week, we're going to talk about a fun topic. It'll be a light uh, episode where we talk about video game music and sound effects. Kind of brings it back to your nostalgic days of gaming. But first, we will get into the news for the week. All right, first up on the docket... Sad, sad day for Bonsai Gaming uh, since we have a lot of uh, Heroes of the Storm players. But Blizzard has officially pulled the development plug on Heroes of the Storm. So they'll be moving that thing over to the likes of StarCraft 2 and, and other games where they just kind of maintain the servers and, and make sure things are still running smoothly. But they will not be developing any new content, whether that be new characters, new in-game skins or anything like that. So... Let's just go ahead and pour one out for uh, that. Microsoft did not swoop in and save the day for my favorite game. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, we knew this was coming. They haven't saved it yet, but this is the uh, the biggest, best announcement that I've heard in quite some time uh, for my blood pressure. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually, like, really sad about this because... Heroes of the Storm is a great game and we all, you know, we love playing it. You know, maybe some people don't. I feel like it's a, a dumbed down version of Dota and League of Legends. Not dumbed down like, you, you, you know, whatever, but it's easier to play, easier to get used to. Um, <laughs> Blonde bandit. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually really sad about this. And, and I yeah. wonder why they're why they're doing it because it, I mean, they could just keep creating stuff and it would be great, but maybe they have sites on another. Hey, here's another thing. thing. Here's the storm does not make them $1 million a day. That is probably the reason. Well, and, and so that's what I, that's what I figure It's it's a like competition, right? They thought it would be great and turns out it doesn't make as much money as League of Legends or whatever. So they're just kind of kibosh and putting the kibosh on it, as I say. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's sad. I, I really enjoy that game. Yeah, it is yeah, sad. I mean, they, they haven't really made content for it in quite some time, so it's not like I know it, this yeah. changes much, but it's sad to finally know that like I'm never going to see another blizzard character that i wanted to see in this game because Dude, of my my favorite thing like we you know we played on our deployment you and i days yeah. and uh the new character was hogger in 2019 yeah. and you, you still log in and hogger is new it's a, it says new hero yeah. yeah yeah new hero it's like okay well we've clearly given up on it but <laughs> at the I'll same time what, like though. like you said it's sad they, I mean, Microsoft, when they bought Blizzard, uh, this is probably the last thing on this one, but when they bought Blizzard, uh, it would have been super cool to see Master Chief or uh, other Microsoft characters in, in the game. They could have thrown those in there. I don't know if they would have yeah. done that, but... That would have been cool to see. Um, so that being said, we pour one out. Swift, is there, a, is there a Blizzard universe character that you never got to see in HOTS that you would put in there as a final hurrah? Ooh. Um I don't I not off the top of my head. I'll I'll think about it. Okay. What about you, Stan? Overwatch. Of Warcraft, uh, probably yeah, his World of Warcraft character. 
Yeah. yeah. His actual character. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I mean, the only Blizzard game I've really played very much of is Overwatch. Blonde Bandit would be a little bit less angry in the chat if Mercy was there. Yeah, I was going to say Mercy <laughs> would be a great option in this game, actually. But, all right. Well, that being said, we'll move on and uh, move on to the next topic where we can complain about this guy who was in charge of that decision. So this is uh, the new face of uh, Blizzard, Mikey Barra. He, uh, he's recently interviewed about Diablo Immortal and uh, his kind of feelings are he's really feeling good about the launch of Diablo Immortal, uh, which makes perfect sense because... You know, they're making a million dollars a day off of this game that hasn't released in China yet. Um, but he seems to just not really give a damn about the immorality of having people spend thousands of dollars on a fake game. But but he does like the immortality of making millions of dollars. Yep. I mean, isn't that isn't that every game these days? Hey, yeah, I mean, to win like what? I don't know. I don't know why this is surprising because of course on they're going to make something that makes them a lot of money. On one side of it, I completely understand, right? Like it's a free to play game. They have to make money off of it somehow, right? Yeah. But what I'm not okay with is video games tend to cost at least historically 60 bucks and then you buy whatever else on top of it. This game, you could spend literally thousands of dollars and still not be at the top of the progression, right? So it's, I think and at some point there needs to be funny. a limit. Yeah, it's pretty funny how they, they all phrased it too, right? I think he was talking about how we wanted to bring a game that was completely free to play for our players, single player, and then kind of neglected to mention or kind of briefly mentioned that the end game, you absolutely have to pay to win. Right, yeah, like there's no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can play the campaign, but the meat of the game is I shell out a bunch of, bunch of money for us and then you can have fun. <laughs> yeah, I think this is kind of like, I think with Hots being murdered, with Overwatch 2 being kind of a letdown so far, and then this guy just hey. echoing Stop the it. sentiment, I think I'm kind of done with this company, but whatever. No, no, no. You can Overwatch? say it was because of the, uh, the company climate. That's the real good answer. Yeah. Overwatch 2 is going to be awesome. We just have to be patient. It'll be here soon. One tank. We'll see with that, with that climate. Exactly like Stab said. I don't know how much they've been actually making stuff. All right, we'll move on from that terrible company. Let's talk about something that actually looks cool. So... Next up on the docket is RoboCop, a first-person shooter, has been announced for June 2023. And if you're uh, a kid from the late 80s slash 90s like me, you remember the movie. And it's got the same actor voice acting and kind of uh, motion capturing the dude RoboCop. So here's kind of some gameplay footage, but this game looks really good, like ray tracing, full-on, you know, maximum graphical abilities, but... What's that going to be available on? Uh, I think they're aiming for the, 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 all the next-gen consoles, Series X, okay. PS5, probably PC, but I'm not sure. I didn't see that mentioned anywhere. 
Yeah, the game looks incredible, and it it really does fit. Like all the shooter first person shooters that you play, everybody that you play as is RoboCop, no matter if it's just a normal guy or like a Master Chief. It's gonna be. <laughs> I think it'll be pretty seamless uh, going toward uh, going to RoboCop because it'll be. I don't know. I think it'll be really fun. The only thing I didn't like about the trailer is if you watch the AI. I think they're probably still working on the AI because they look yeah. uh, as dumb as a bro- box of rocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Just the classic NPCs but we still that just kind of wander around. It's not cyberpunk yet. Yeah. I mean, the goons from the RoboCop movie were about as dumb as a box of rocks. So. <laughs> that, that is accurate. Maybe it's yeah, accurate yeah, to the show. Valid. There you go. It's also listed on Steam and actually Steam, PS5. Oh, it's even got Nintendo Switch down there. So, you know... That would probably be a cloud-based version, but... Yeah. Cool beans. That'll be cool. I'll, I'll, I'd like to check that out, because I remember the movie, enjoying the movie as a kid. I'm catching up on the chat here. Blonde Bandit, um, not a huge fan of Heroes of the Storm. She is yeah, she's elated. She's so stoked that you're quitting. I never said it was being removed from service. I just said they're they were yeah, yeah, yeah. addiction. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So mistress still intact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up on the docket. Here's a one for you, Swift, since you bought one of these OLED bad boys. Uh, Nintendo Switch reveals their first special edition OLED version. So it's the Splatoon 3, which is going to be releasing sometime uh in september i believe but uh they're showing off this cool little design for the splatoon 3 oled nintendo switch all the all the gucci design and the dock is cool and the switch controllers or the joy cons are actually like multi-colored uh but yeah looks pretty neat did you guys ever play splatoon i played splatoon 2 when it came out yeah and it, it's actually a really fun game. I never really got used to that gyro aiming, which I think is kind of a big thing in that game. You can turn it on and off, I believe. I wasn't like super good, but it, it, it's a very cartoonish uh, game that's kind of appropriate for all ages. So you can be not great at the game, and it's not like you're playing Call of Duty and you're just going to throw your controller through the screen. It's pretty fun. Yeah, they did a good job of making like a shooter that's age appropriate for kids. Without like yeah, guns and stuff, you're just trying to douse the entire level in paint and get the most paint by the end of it on most of the game maps, and then you're not really killing anybody. You're just drowning them in paint, <laughs> and then they go back. <laughs> Which is a terrible way to kill someone, but <laughs> they're all squid, so it's like eh, they'll be fine. Oh, apparently Stab doesn't care about squids. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Only when they're not on my team. All right, well, you'll be happy about this bit of news. So God of War Ragnarok was officially announced to be releasing on November the 9th for PS4 and PS5 with the craziest looking collector's edition I've probably ever seen. Uh, Essentially, here's some gameplay footage, but it comes in this giant chest and it, it has a Thor's hammer. And so we'll take a look at this real quick. But the game itself just looks like it's going to pick up right with the awesomeness that it left off with. Looks like boy is no longer a boy, boy. but a teenager. He's kind of know. a uh, yeah, young man. That's not going to have the same ring as a boy, but... Yeah. 
Dude, I, yeah, I am really, really excited about this. Um, I know I sent it on our chat and in Discord, I think, but um, I've been playing a lot of that game recently. Not since I've been here in, in Idaho, sadly, because I literally just set up my uh, gaming station, but I plan to in the next couple of days to, to get back into it and hopefully finish the game. But um the, the game itself is so good and the story just gets better and better. And I can't, I can't even imagine based on that trailer, how good they're going to make this. Yeah. That wolf you know, fen- Fenrir, I guess I'm guessing yeah, from the, the lore. that big wolf. Oh my goodness, dude. You see that thing in the distance and you're just like, Oh, get ready to battle. <laughs> It'd be super cool. If that was a cool, a good wolf too, you know, you can yeah. jump the yeah. monster with your big wolf. Like or the, if it was uh, just a good, if it was just a good boy, and it just kind of hung out with you, you know. Good I'm not, boy. I'm not full up on my good Norse mythology, but um, what are you? But what are you excited about, Swift? Though, because like you're not going to play this for another four years until <laughs> it comes what, out on PC. <laughs> yeah, this it is comes a PS5 out, exclusive, uh, my man. PS5 it comes dog. out on PC. No, 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 no. Oh, it doesn't. Got of no, war. The first. This is their money maker, dude. Just came out. You got it. You're gonna have to dang it. Okay, well, you know, screw that franchise. I'm not excited anymore. (laughs) I take back everything I said. No, but it it looks so cool. I'm. I literally might buy a PS5. Just, I mean, you found one in Walmart the other day. Stab. Yeah, yeah. So So I, I maybe I'll wild. Maybe I'll just go buy a PS5 just so I can play this game. I'm, I'm so stoked on that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, you, just, you I kind of just want PS5 this hammer. Now. Oh, yeah. You got to pay for that hammer, though. Yeah, I think this collector's edition is probably going to be like 400 bucks. I don't know if they've even said, but. You, I need some is... I need some more accoutrement for my office, so. Uh, dude swift if you pick up a ps5 now you are going to be like kid in a candy shop there are so many good exclusives that you're just on, <laughs> on Steam. just i probably I, I know i will be but all right well that's that's exciting news for all of us now that we're all fans of that i i, I thought it was funny that you basically passed me up in that game uh under the radar but oh i'm i think i'm well past you at this point no nah, i'm gonna play all night no man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, dude. I'm yeah. I'm pretty far in now. Get all right. Steam Deck to bed. Yeah. Speaking of things that there has Swift excited, Fall Guys gone to the free to play model, and uh, they have accumulated 50 million players in the last two weeks since they moved over to Epic and free to play. What are your thoughts on this, man? Have you jumped back in there? I so I downloaded it on my Switch. I haven't just because it's been crazy here in Coeur d'Alene uh, while we've been getting adjusted for the past couple of days. But um, I have not hopped back in. I have downloaded it. I I watched Ninja play on like Wednesday or whatever it was uh, that he was playing Fall Guys. Uh, I'm. It doesn't surprise me that 50 million people. I mean, 50 million people is a lot of people, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me that people are into this game because, I mean, you just you just watch one singular tournament and it 
It's hilarious. I mean, it's so fun, <laughs> right? And funny and and you get blooped off the edge. And I mean, it's just, it's just like, I don't know. It's not really a kid's game, right? It doesn't bring you back to being a kid. But it, at the same time, it's like light and jovial and all the things that you would expect of some sort of kid's game. And yet it, you're still ready to throw your switch or controller <laughs> through the wall because you get knocked off the edge and don't qualify in a certain round. Is this um, a live video of you finishing first? This picture right here, green? I, I, uh, yeah, I have, uh, I have a few crown like victories. That's, yeah, that's a pickle mat right there. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, another reason they, I think, kind of just exploded on the scene recently is because uh, they did a crossover with Fortnite that's still going right now, actually. So if you want uh, a skin in Fortnite that looks like a dude made out of pancakes, all you got to do is play 100 Fall Guy matches. That's it. 100. I can't even get through one of these without being infuriated. But I mean, if you, I guess you could... Uh, you could... Uh, grind that by just losing on the first uh, round. True. Time. True. But that sounds not fun. You could probably pay somebody to do it these days. True. So if you're going to get that Fortnite crossover? Probably already has it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, that's about it for the news, guys. You got anything uh, new happening in your lives? I got one more for the gaming news. Just just realize that it's uh, Amazon Prime Day this week and uh, Best Buy and all the other stores try to compete with them. So be on the lookout for some good uh, game deals. And then if you're looking to get a PS5, you're a Total Tech member at Best Buy, Tuesday is the day. Only Total Tech members can buy them. Nice. Good there call. That's go. how Stab telling me about that deal with uh, Series X is how I got mine with Best Buy's Total Tech membership. But. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right. And uh, the only thing I have going on in the next week and a half is lake life, going out on the boat, you know, doing a little uh, wake surfing and playing a bunch of video games. Once, nice. once all the people get here and my wife gets distracted with the kids, I'm going to be <laughs> right here gaming. Where's, where's Swift? He's, yeah. down. He's, he's in the dungeon. <laughs> That's awesome. I bet you wish you had your uh, Steam Deck that'll be here in two and a half years for you yeah yeah i'll, I'll get it in 2025 for me i uh i am under contract under my house here and uh we are under contract for uh, buying a house in uh, texas so we'll be moving here in a couple months and then i will finally be able to get uh, my gamer desk set up with my second monitor like a actual gamer like so a grown-up nice. way better like a grown-up yeah. like a grown like man. a professional podcaster I know. I never. I never realized how much two monitors does for you when you're trying to do something like this. Like oh, I'm yeah, on a insane. single 15-inch laptop monitor. It's way more, di- much more difficult. Yeah. Never. Sure. Uh, I will never go back to one screen. Yeah. First world problems. All right. Well, that's the news, boys. Let's get into the games radar for the week. All right, first up, we have The Tale of Bistun. Bistun? <laughs> not, not sure how to pronounce no it. No umlaut. No umlauts on there, so Bistun. 
Uh, this is coming out 13 July for Xbox and PC. It'll be on Game Pass. Uh, it's described as a 12th or uh, inspired by a 12th century tra- tragic romance poem from the uh, kind of uh, sorry Persian culture. Um, it's a story-rich action-adventure game. Some of it looks really cool art style-wise. I'm not exactly sure what you do, per se. It looks like kind of a top-down experience with some um, close-up cinematics. But it's on Game Pass, and, and the art style is cool, so I'll probably check this one out. But kind of reminds me of like a more 3D Dead Cells combined with like Tunic, that game that you like. And then- yeah, it's got that same sort of uh, miniature-looking feel to it. Yeah, and then uh, there's a game for PS2 that I used to play, but I don't remember what it was like or what it's called. But it looks a lot like that. Yeah, it looks like you, you got boss battles and what's up? You said it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it'll be on Game Pass starting. Oh yeah, uh, so in three days, I will uh, most certainly be downloading and trying. Yeah, Swift is going to become our uh, resident Game Pass recommender. He's going to try to uh, try a new game every week and see if he can recommend it to you guys. Play uh, every yeah. game on Game Pass. Every oh, no. single He's not game. It's an Xbox achievement. <laughs> cool. Next up is Escape Academy. That comes out 14 July on PlayStation and Xbox. Imagine uh, you go to school to be an escape room expert. And that's what this game is. So you can join, you can play by yourself or with one other person. And you essentially just go through these different rooms that are well made, just in the same fashion as an escape room would be. And you try to find your way out. So if you enjoy those kind of experiences, I think those are really fun. If you, if you find the right group of people, at least in real life, I don't know how nobody's made a really good VR escape room game, but. Well, there, there's your uh, recommendation, VR. Get on it. Yeah, what's um, going on? Dude, I, I, I have played... I did an escape room one time. It was, <laughs> it's the only time I've ever done one. But it was my, myself, my sister, my dad, and my sister's husband. You know, I've got to put him last on the list because he's basically yeah. dead to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh but no kidding it was in it was in dc and we put we played and we started out they brought us in in blindfolds and handcuffed us to chairs wow what and it was it was joker themed so it was like the joker had kidnapped you and placed you in a room to die um and you had to <laughs> like figure out how to get out of it it was actually really fun because I mean, it wasn't Jigsaw, but, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was cool because like one person had a key very close that they could figure out how to get out of and then they had to let everybody else out. And then obviously you have to figure out the rest of the room. Uh, but dude, those that like escape rooms in general are so fun. Yeah, they're really opinion. fun. They're, they're so entertaining, like just such a good time. Uh, something you can probably bring the family to. We don't have kids, so uh, yeah. But I, I bet kids would find the most weird way to solve the puzzle that you would never think of. Yeah, you would never think of as an adult. Um, so this this game sounds really fun to me. I wasn't clear when I watched the trailer that it was actually a VR game, so that makes a lot more sense now. 
Yeah. It's Is it? It is it a VR game Xbox. or it's not? No, is it's it a not. VR game? Oh, it it's not. not. No, I was saying VR needs to get on that. Yeah, I mean, escape room in VR seems like a match made in heaven. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they have games like that already, so I'm sure, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Cool. All right, next one. Swift is going to love this one. Twilight nope. Zone VR. 14 July on PlayStation VR and MetaQuest, or whatever you're calling it these days. Based on the <laughs> award-winning television anthology with the same name, the Twilight Zone VR features... I looked it up. There are three unique stories which span multiple genres ranging from technological horror to apocalyptic science fiction. Uh, but basically, imagine the Twilight Zone in VR. And there you have it. Yeah, look at yeah, that. This one was kind of hard to figure out what, what it was all about because they haven't released a whole lot on as far as trailers go and all that. Yeah, I'm kind of not optimistic about this because it's probably going to be more like a experience rather than a game. But that's what I'm. Yeah, that might be kind of cool, though, because I remember watching Twilight Zone in one of my English classes in high school and I really liked them. Yeah. I like that kind of horror because it's not too. I don't know, like Jen's favorite ride at uh, Disney is the Tower of Terror. And yeah, I don't know. They kind of had a cool thing going with the Twilight Zone. I mean, Twilight I thought they Zone got rid just, of Tower of Terror. They did at Disneyland. They rethemed it to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. still it's still Twilight Zone themed at in Orlando at Disney World. Yeah. The, the Twilight Zone. I don't know. It's it's basically the old old school Black Mirror, which I thought was really it was good back in its day, and I still think it holds its own. Yeah, yeah. It's it. Black Mirror is probably based a lot on the things that they did in that show. Uh-oh. Cool beans. Well, there's our games radar for the week. Oh, you guys got anything my else? Computer, my computer is not allowing... Riverside's not allowing me to record. Interesting. Oh, sick. Well. It says, please, <laughs> please refresh to continue recording. Here, here's the te- technical difficulty we were talking about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You should probably do that. All right, here we go. I'll be back, boys. <laughs> All right. Number one, gonna strike lose. two. We're going to lose Pickle Matt, and we're going to get screwed up cameras here in a second. So, uh, yeah. How does this happen? <laughs> I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. All those stock options were for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really raking it in over here. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate you. Bear with us, folks, and by folks, I mean Blonde Bandit in the chat. Yeah. All right, he's back. And I didn't have to do anything. Good. Moving on. All right, gents, let's move on to some listener. Oh, go. I I had one more thing. PS Plus, guys. PS Plus, free games right now. You got Crash Bandicoot 4. Right, mm. which is actually a highly highly rated game. So if you haven't grabbed that and you have PS Plus, get that now. And then Arcadegeddon, which you were just talking about a few few episodes ago, um, that is also free for PS Plus. So I'm gonna snag that. And then if any listener listeners out there want to uh, play on that, uh, I'm totally <laughs> down. Play some PS5 there. Uh, my name is I'm Pickle Matt on there as well. 
Cool, yeah. If you ever want to join in with any of us in the uh, One More Game podcast, you can join our Discord at Bonsai Gaming. Just search that in Discord. Send us a request and we'll get you an invite. There's always someone on playing something and you got a, a good group of friends to play. So, Yeah, and that game is cl- cross-platform. So if you own it somewhere else, I will play you anyway. He'll 1v1 you. I don't know if that's how that game works. I have not opened it yet, but we'll play. It looks cool. I want. I do want to try it. I'll try it out with you. All right, Stab. We got a listener email. Not really a listener, but we did get an email that we wanted to talk about. So, <laughs> Pickle Mac got an email from PlayStation advertising the game we were talking about, or Sony. Sorry, uh, Stray. If you're unfamiliar with that, it's a game where you get to live out your fantasies of living as a stray cat in back alleys of a cyberpunk dystopian world. Uh, Stab, what were some of the highlights from that email? Well, so the email header there is uh, a spoiler-free uh, introduction to the game Stray, right? So at the beginning, after you click on that link, it talks about the hero cat. So when starting out in Stray, you meet a hero cat. They are nameless, injured, and alone, but it's no alley cat. In a strange city populated only by robots, their sole ob- objective is to navigate their way home. Cool. So you get an introduction to the game. You're a cat. And you walk around. So it sounds like right now, uh, what's that death? Uh, what's that game that came out by uh, Kojima? Death Stranding. Yeah, de- death. Stranding. Yeah, it's Death Stranding for cats. Yeah, for cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you scroll down a little bit and you get the uh, cat characteristics. Oh uh, boy! And the first th- the first thing it talks about is uh, pushing things off ledges. And it talks about how cat owners all know too well that cats love pushing things off ledges. <laughs> and in Stray, apparently, it's going to serve a purpose. So you're going to knock beer bottles off the side of a counter and uh, piss off uh, whoever and, was trying to drink that beer. And level up. That's right. And level up to annoyance level five for your Stray Cat. Um, <laughs> and then, so, it, I mean, it's talking about the game itself and how it's going to work. And then you kind of get a little bit deeper into the, the little uh, web page here, and it gets a little bit weird. So it says <laughs> meowing. With a dedicated meow button, you'll be able to meow to your heart's content. It may seem innocuous, but it's helpful for adopting the mindset of a cat and understanding how they typically interact with their environment. What is happening to video gaming? (laughs) So this one, the way they describe this, this serves zero purpose besides you getting in the headspace of a cat. Yeah, you you gotta get in the mindset before you go adventuring, you know? Yeah, I okay, moving on. So you're going to meow. It talks about exploring the environment a little bit, and then it talks about another very groundbreaking feature in the game, sleeping. (laughs) A cat wouldn't be a cat if it didn't spend most of its day sleeping, and in Stray, you can choose when and where to doze. When curled up and purring contently, the DualSense wireless controller's haptic feedback and speaker will make you feel like you're holding an actual sleeping kitty in your own hands, which, again... This is me now. Serves zero purpose to the game besides now you will feel like you're holding a cat based on you holding a controller. <laughs> Which is weird because you hold a controller you between your are two hands. And, and also, typically when you hold a cat, it's between like your arms or on your lap. So Not you by, have to the, put, by the throat with your two hands. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to put the controller on your lap, like in your crotch, to feel like you're holding a cat? I don't know. All right, maybe moving on. Maybe it'll overload the batteries <laughs> and warm it up for you too. 
Uh, we got one more though that I really liked. So scratching, you can also scratch furniture and other surfaces. Stray utilizes force feedback of the DualSense wireless controller's adaptive triggers to really make it feel like you're destroying something. Again, wow, so you could... <laughs> apparently not serving any kind of purpose. There you have it, folks. There, that is the must-play game of 2022, if you ask so me. So did, did PlayStation send you this email, like, individually? Or... Um, no. Oh, yeah. It's they a knew mess. They, they saw the podcast, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's what I figured. Uh, uh, no, they were. I mean, they were just introducing the game on a one of their mass weekly emails. I think. Okay. But, uh, if there, if I there's no um, hairball coughing button, uh, I, it's yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, exactly. No, that'll be, be a button sequence you have to push. Perfect. Okay. There's only there's four buttons on the controller. One is for scratching. One is for sleeping. One is for hairballing. And one and for one freaking Mally. out when you think you see something in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, all right. Thanks for the email, PlayStation. Thank and they you, also have their real life, meet the real life cats of the uh, video game studio. And then you can look at the actual cats of the game devs. It's really important. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, my mind is just in a weird place now. All right. <laughs> I promised you guys last week we would start reading some of your guys' awesome reviews. And this one this week comes from Mr. Boots Games. He says on Apple Podcasts, great new pod. These guys are great. Glad I found them. Can't wait to tune in for more. Thanks, Mr. Boots Games. That was very kind of you. Thanks. Yeah, that's awesome. We always appreciate a uh, positive review. But you guys can also send us negative reviews and we'll we'll figure Probably it out from there. Email. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you would like to leave us a review on any of the podcast websites, that would be very appreciated. That helps us a lot with being discovered and kind of growing this small community. So, uh, you know, just go ahead and give us a little five stars there and write us write us a word. What you like, what you don't like, what we can improve and what you'd like to hear. And then uh, you can also write us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com and we'd feature your uh, email in a future episode. You can also reach us at omg underscore podcastgg on both Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Stab, sounds like we've got a cool announcement on how we can uh, interact with us in that way. Oh, yeah. Um if you guys like and follow us and you tag a friend in an upcoming post that we're going to post here uh, this week, uh, you're going to be entered to win a copy of Ghostwire Tokyo on PC. So if you've been looking to get your hands on that game, it's got a collector's edition um, steelback case too, which is really cool. You will need a CD player. And by CD player, he means... Not you, something drive. that can read a disc. A disc drive for your PC. Yeah. Not, you can't PC. throw it into your Sony Walkman and uh, play Ghost yeah, That's right. It always skips cool when you walk around with that anyway. We will uh, we'll be definitely be posting after the show about uh, what post you need to uh, like and share with a buddy. And then we will definitely get you entered for that. Last time we uh, did a giveaway, we gave away $50 in Steam credit. So this time we're looking to 
hook someone up with a cool game. It's got good ratings, but uh, we will warn you, it is scary. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! Cool. All right, you guys ready to move on to the major topic for the week? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into video game music and sound effects. All right, give me a second here to get things set up. We are going to have one more game podcast, first ever quiz type show where I'm going to quiz. I am Pickle Matt Swiftmeda and the chat on certain video game sounds and see if they can guess which game that sound came from. So let's get it set up. And we are ready. Pickle Matt, you ready? I'm ready. Swift, you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the way this is going to work is there's going to be about 30 sounds. The first one I see blurred out which game it's from is going to win, is going to get the point. And I'm going to be bad at this. As in all competitions, the points don't really matter, and I'm actually not going to keep score. So The, uh, the rules are made up, and the points don't matter. <laughs> there you go. Uh, chat, feel free to join in. If you guys get a message sent in before one of these goons gets it blurted out, you are going to get a point for the chat. Yeah, the chat is a single team. So you guys are going to destroy us, hopefully. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it. We'll start easy. Oh, that's easy. The Super Mario Bros. jump. Yeah, probably the most iconic video game sound ever. One point for I'm Pickle Matt. Sorry, I thought we were doing uh, like there's the sound. Okay, go Get with it. Swift, he, he, get it yeah, together, he just, buddy. He just hopped in. I like it. I like it. Okay, I'm Pit, down. Pit, well, I'm calls it too Mario, but it's a little slow. All right, so stab one point for you. All right, another uh, another top another softball. Here we go. Marvel. No. Marvel. Uh, Swift. Swift, you must have heard this sound at least 80 times last time you played this game. That's not the Destiny death sound. No. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. You got three seconds. Three, two, one. I don't know. All right, you just leveled up in World of Warcraft. Oh, gosh. That's why. Damn it. I can't believe you did not know that sound. I know. (laughs) Wow. All right, next one. So zero points for anyone on that one. That's good. You guys aren't WoW nerds. Uh, (laughs) All right, next one. Here we go. Oh, super hot. Uh, Yeah, super hot VR. It literally says the name of it. Okay. Yeah, so and that's when yeah, that's a VR. I could have guessed that one, even though it's VR. But oh no, there's Su- a super hot flat. Super game. hot is not only in VR. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. All right, two for pickle Matt. Here we go. Number four. Major fracture detected. 
you guys Major are terrible. I have no idea. <laughs> These aren't going from easier to harder. Major are fracture detected. No, it's not in any particular order. Oh, good. If Metal Former was in here, he'd know it. Is this uh, the Galactic game, the digging? No, this is from the original Half-Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I never, I never played Half-Life, so... If you, if you took big fall damage, Major she would say this. detected. I remember fracture that. detected. All right, number five. Is that Duck Hunt? Nope. You might not have ever played this one. This one's a little bit obscure. I have no idea. This one's from the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. One of the creatures, I can't remember the name of it, makes that sound. Elder Scrolls 3. Man, these are tough. Yeah. You, you're, some... you did your homework on these. <laughs> Alright, number six. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king, baby. It sounds like a Sega Genesis. Uh, yeah, same uh, same time game, frame. Baby. I'll give you a Ooh. hint. It's a first-person shooter. Is it Doom? Nope. No. But close. What's another game from back then? No, good. Well, I guess Doom as well. Duke Nukem. Oh yeah. Duke Nukem. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all yep. out of bubble gum. Cool beans, number seven. Here we go. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Really? <laughs> my, doorbell, be... <laughs> my doorbell went off right when you played that, and I thought that was part hey, of the sound effect. Listen. All right. It's got to be a Zelda game. Chat, chat got it. Uh, yep. Uh, Blonde yeah, Bandit blonde. behind me, she, she said Zelda, so she's in. Oh, come on. I got that. Navi. That was the name of the uh, fairy. Navi, yeah, yeah. Drove you insane. Yeah. All right, that was number seven. Here comes number eight. It sounds like my doorbell. No, I can... It sounds like a horror game. What? Is, no. is that from the Matrix or something? Yeah. Chat got it again. Sonic. Oh yeah, oh, of course. That it's sounds a Sonic. lot like a. That sounds a lot like a phone. Man, yeah, that's some, what I'm saying. It sounds like like my doorbell. I mean, I, I have no idea what kind of fidelity you guys are hearing this at, but cool. Number no, nine. So it's, chat has two. Pickle Matt has two. <laughs> Swift is sitting at a goose egg. Like the oh, uh, I got Zelda. Don't, oh, he don't, don't give me that. You're quibbling. All right, number nine. Hit me again. I'll give that you one's hint. so obvious to me. You went into the. <laughs> you went. You went into this certain place to heal up your guys. Oh, Pokemon. Yeah, chat got it though. Blind yeah, and it beat you. Uh, <laughs> oh, All right. gosh. Number ten. Oh, I have no idea. There's a baby crying in there. I don't know. Is it The Sims? Nope. 
Wow, Super yes. Mario Yoshi's Island. Oh. Mm. Not some a lot of people didn't play that one, but it was really, really, really good. All right, number eleven. Oh, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's like a, a Falcon Punch <laughs> or a Nest yeah. Bat. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, I think it was a bat. Yoshi. Pac-Man, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. Oh, Pac-Man. Gosh, dang it. All right, number 13. Fortnite. Fortnite, got it. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes that sound when the circle starts shrinking, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Number 14. Is that Mario Kart? Grabbing a which, which one? Box. Ooh, uh, it's not Nintendo. It's a GameCube one. No, it's the uh, Switch one. Sixty four. Nope. Not- this was this one's probably the least played one. The one on oh, Wii, the- Double Dash. Oh, Double Dash. Oh yeah, because uh, Mario Kart Eight was Wii U and then Switch. Yep. All right, number fifteen. <sighs> Oh, yeah, I don't know that one. That's something Ninja from Gun. Elden Ring or something. Another one we're missing, Metal Former 4, Age of Empires. Oh, yes, I remember <laughs> that sound. When you made a, uh, a citizen, I think it's the sound that happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, n- number 16. Ooh, Contra? Mm, close, but no. Mm. Metroid. All right, number 17. Let's construct additional pylons. Oh, pylons. What's that from? Uh, construct additional pylons. Additional pylon. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a freaking meme, pylons. but I don't know where the meme came from. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is it a... Uh, Construct additional pylons. Surely the chat knows. Chat, help these goons out. All right, I'll give you a hint. Uh, what game does Probius come from? Oh, Starcraft. Storm. There you oh, go. Shoot. <laughs> I, yeah, I knew that one. I, yeah. I, knew, I knew pylons, but I was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Swift is that guy that says I'm a bad test taker, but I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 18. Oh, that's Overwatch. Nope. No, no, no. I thought that at first, too. That's Cassidy. No? Oh, no, I guess it would be uh, whatever. Her name Count- is the sniper. Counter Strike Global Offensive. Hmm. <sighs> Number 19. Oh, that's Warrior, or sorry, Waluigi, right? Mm-mm. No, Warrior. Banjo and Kazooie. Ooh. Yeah. It sounds like Wario. It's Luigi. It's, wa- ah. it's wa- Waluigi. This is from Luigi's Mansion. Oh. Uh. Hmm. 
Number 20. <laughs> Duck on. Untitled, untitled Goose Game. There you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, dude, if you paid, played the Xbox Achievement Unlocked right now, I would have, I think my mouth would water. <laughs> yeah, that game is, uh, or that sound is complete Pavlovian response. <laughs> yeah. All right, number 21. Do a barrel roll. Oh, Star Fox. Star Fox. 64. Uh, yeah. We'll blame it on the, uh, the latency of being in uh, Washington. Use the boost to get through. All right, 22. Hmm. Uh, portal. Yep, you got it. Wow. Uh, 25. Portal dual pack on Switch. It's out, guys. Get what it. Have I got? Oh, what the hell is that? Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, you got Moana. it. Crash ah. Bandicoot. Cock-a-mora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 24. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yep. Good one. Toasty! Uh, that was 20... just one of the game developers that said that, right? I don't remember the backstory behind that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I went out of order, so this one's actually twenty four. That was twenty three. Oh no, I played this game. That's gonna bug me. <laughs> We've talked about this game before on this show. If you didn't, if you didn't tell me the answer on this podcast, you would ruin my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I'm very surprised you don't know this one. Duck Hunt. Ah. <laughs> Pickle Matt's number one played game. Yeah, I know, right? Allegedly, before I had memories. Twenty six. <laughs> What the hell is that? Oh, is that the um are those the little uh those the big rock guys from Mario Kart? Nope. Ah. Thwomps is what they're called. This is an obscure one from a very recognizable game. Halo. No. This is what the elites do. Oh, oh my goodness. What? Number 27. Day of game. Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. Ooh, tie. Tie. 28. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I played the game. The cr- Don't know what the it cr- is. Creator of this game has already been mentioned on this show. Kojima. Oh man, mm-hmm. I know. Oh, Metal Gear. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that's right. When the enemies see you, right? Yeah, the little exclamation points. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that'd be a good one to have just at the ready on this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twenty nine.
Thomas the Train 2. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, oh nice. yeah, yeah. Did you and, ever? Nah, never mind. That's. Okay. I'm gonna indict myself for being crazy. What, you, did you, you ever make a road. roller coaster and it crashed? The, yeah, yes. that or uh, the road never left, so everybody would get stuck after you <laughs> left the roller coaster. <laughs> that, would I would, I would do that, but then I would make them. Uh, they would need to go to the bathroom because they couldn't get out, and then I would charge them to use the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, that's the Ryanair business model <laughs> yeah seriously and lastly number 30 this could be from hmm. any number of games but Diablo I don't know Elden Ring ah. uh all right, so the winner is chat. Congratulations, you won an opportunity to be entered into a contest. If you follow us on Twitter and uh, go ahead it's, and share with a friend, you can be entered to win Ghostwire Tokyo. Congratulations! It's like nice the Blazing Wings Challenge. <laughs> Good job, chat. No, the, bla- the no one, wings no one wins the Blazing Wings Challenge. So you That's you true. finish the wings in the time time limit, and then you get the opportunity to buy the shirt. That's what we just did. <laughs> Except you, guys you don't have to buy anything. You, got, you guys can buy a one more game shirt now. You, you don't have to buy anything. You just get entered into, you know, the... No purchase necessary. Opportunity. See store for details. All right. So nice work out there. A lot of those brought back some, uh, some memories, right? Just hearing those little sounds. Oh, yeah. We've come a long way from 8-bit synth noises to where we're at today with fully uh, orchestrated scores and high-fidelity 7.1 Dolby digital surround sound games. Uh, Dr. Disrespect would have you be convinced that audio sucks in every game. But uh, I don't know. What it, what, what's your guys' feel for music and, and sound is this important to you? Is it uh, something that's kind of just nice to have? Do you notice it? Do you do you care? I, th- I think you don't really notice how uh, awesome sound can be or how much it can add to a game until you play a game with great sound. Yeah. Um, I realized that two weeks ago. I can talk about that later, but I think it's super important. And then the iconic sounds like I don't I'd never seen the uh, Sonic movie. But when I just saw the trailer for Sonic 2, I immediately had flashbacks when I heard the uh, Gathering the Ring sound. Yeah. Totally agree. It's kind of cool how those... I don't know what it is about music and sound that's married to like your brain's ability to recall very specific things, but it seems to be uh, very linked. All right, so Swift, what's some of your favorite video game music ever? I'm going to see if we can... Now, before we get into this, we just, I guess we have to have the discussion about how much the modern era sucks because of the Digital Music Copyright Act. So we'll just make sure that we frame this in the correct way. This music is that we're going to play is going to be listened to for a very specific educational and nonprofit reasons. 
You understand me? Mm-hmm. We are raking in the dough here, but not because of the music. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I think that music is, like Sap said, I think it's important in a game. Typically, I feel like what I do is I turn down the music, right? Depending on what game it is, and probably to my detriment, uh, not getting a full immersive experience. Um, but I don't know. In some games, it's it's very important because, like the like the clip you played earlier, where it's like boink, where uh, I guess it's not really music; it's just sound effects. But yeah. it all kind of kind of goes together. Where you know you get alerted by something, and then when you like log into a game for the first time, if the music is not in my opinion, if the music is not entertaining, uh, you know, capturing, then it, it's kind of tough to, it's not tough to get into the game, but it, it leaves you feeling like leaving with a feeling of like, uh, okay. Yeah. The game, the game was okay. Yeah. Uh, so in, in my mind, I think the mute, the music and scores and everything are, are super important. And in, in my opinion, like, Dude, you could, I lo- I could log into. Actually, I did. I I because I got the OLED and couldn't save any of my data, uh, <laughs> or didn't save any of my data. I logged into Mario Kart and like just that like high high paced music. You know, when you're racing around a track, it just adds to the experience. Yeah. Um. An- another thing I I would say is like the is Fall Guys. Like I, again, I said I watched Ninja earlier. Uh, I watched Ninja on like Wednesday before we were getting ready to leave for up here. And the, just that fast paced, like really uh, that I don't, I don't really know how to, to describe it because it, it just draws you in, but there's no real, I mean, there's rhythm and beat and all that stuff, but there's no real way to describe it in terms of like, you know, classical music or anything that you've listened to on the radio. It's, right. just, it's just fun and it draws you in and people people are willing to watch somebody play it because the music is so entertaining and i i think that adds to the game yeah i totally agree uh blonde band that makes a good point it's it's a very good marketing tool when video game music gets stuck in your head like i could make you guys immediately want to play overwatch even if you don't want to play overwatch if i just like uh, absolutely just to have that iconic sound that immediately kind of um reminds you of the game that you you know that specific melody is married to that specific game it's a uh, it's really good for marketing and, and kind of makes you think about it more than just playing it yeah yeah I immediately flashed back to my dorm in Korea with the, uh, I could yeah. smell the bagulgi with a fried egg on top. I could smell the sleep shot coming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh boy. Actually, I, hey, I don't think we've talked about this. Stab, will you describe a, a sleep shot to the crowd? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sleep shot. So, uh, everybody, everybody goes out and when we were there, there was a curfew at 1am in Korea, but since everybody's living in the dorms together, you know, some people go back and be rowdy and then some people at 1 a.m. are just like toasted and they just need to go to, you know, they need to go to sleep. So if you go to sleep early, um, there is a 100% chance that 
you will not be asleep for very long because the <laughs> rowdy, rambunctious crew of degenerates uh, will come to your room and pound on your door uh, until you open the door, take a shot, and then you can go back to bed. Yeah, yeah so there's, there's, there's two different schools of thought. You can try to ignore it and then not sleep because people are banging on your door for hours. Or you can just, as soon as they start it, you, even when you hear them coming down the hall doing the people next door to you, you just get ready, and take the shot, and then go back to bed. Yeah, in, yeah. in my opinion, my uh, process was the best. I just left my door open at all times. <laughs> so, like, I would be asleep, and people would just walk into my room. I would take a shot and go right back to bed, like, no big deal. Yeah, until no that Until that one fateful night where uh, Saul... Sober was his call sign then. Uh, shift is his call sign now. He, him, and Easy walked into my room, and so drunk. They left a piece of pizza on my chest. The tip was on my chin, just, just in case tip. I was, just in case I was hungry in the morning. And then Saul poured because I, I mean, we're in dorms in Korea. They're condemned buildings, so like they're not nice. Right. And in the middle of summer, the AC breaks all the time. So I had a fan going and Saul thought it was his best plan ever to uh, pour a thing of baby powder into the fan as it was blowing. And my whole <laughs> room was coated in baby powder the next morning. I woke up, I was like, Dude, Silver, you need to get what? up here and clean this. And what he did, which, which is nice. <laughs> he cleaned everything. Like, he, he, you know, mopped it up real nice. But, oh, man, sleep shots are something else. Because you just either have to, like like Seb said, you either got to get on board or, or just, you know, reject the man and keep your door locked until you can't bear the pain anymore. Or the door gets break, broken down. Yeah. <laughs> So if that sounds like fun to you, you can visit your nearest Air Force recruiter and ask him about uh, <laughs> being shipped off to Korea. All right. I uh, lost. What, what were we talking about? All right. So Swift, tell me your favorite video games music ever. One song. Yeah, I think it has to be uh, Super Mario N64 or Mario 64, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever they call it. Like, just because that's how I, like, that's literally how I learned to play video games when I was young. Right. You know, that was my first game. Um, it, the game was so good. We were, we were at, in Virginia last week. We, we do a lot of, tra too much traveling. Uh, but we were watching the speedrun thing, GDQ. Uh, speedrun thing on Twitch and there are people running Mario 64 in what an hour oh yeah that blows my mind 100, 100, 120 stars in like an hour hour and a half and it if I mean me as a kid obviously hour I was I was looking for my first star you know, but people people have all kinds of hacks and tricks and all, all kinds of stuff. But but in that's college, like I, my I, iconic thing. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I can't get you guys to be able to hear this because it's going out to the stream. But uh, during your whole little speech there, the uh, 
theme from inside the castle has been playing. Oh, nice. Uh, Good. <laughs> cool. What about you, Pickle Matt? What's your uh, soup du jour? Oh, I mean, I've got a lot that I like, but the thing that will always bring me back would probably be the Halo soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Based on all the land parties and all the things that we uh, like in high school and, and middle school and stuff. I remember, like, in high school, the, you know, the locker room, like, the, the stone, not stone, but concrete locker rooms with, like, the the encased shower, those were the perfect acoustics for the uh, choir <laughs> singing the Halo theme song. Yeah. So, <laughs> people would do that all the time. Uh, it was awesome. It's right, right here. Now? Here it is. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and then I remember when uh, Breaking Benjamin had their little advertisement with uh, Halo for the, I think it was Halo 2, right? Blow Me Away. Yeah. I think I listened to that song on repeat for like six weeks straight, getting ready for the Halo 2 launch. Yeah, I mean, that music was so iconic, still is iconic. It kind of like gives me almost like emotional feels when you hear it like hit right, you know what I mean? That's right. Uh, so they they absolutely nailed it with that whole soundtrack. And the subsequent the subsequent games, yeah, they they really built the the soundtrack around. I mean, the first game too, but they really built the soundtrack into the game like a it's like a freaking movie. And yeah, that I don't know if that revolutionized campaigns for games, but it really stepped the bar up at least. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, Kind of the leap into that generation of gaming allowed them to kind of really step up sounds and music as well. Yeah, that makes sense. A little bit yeah. more data to use on the CD disc. Right. <laughs> well, mine is uh, probably no secret to most people, but I mean, if you don't know a lot of the this upcoming music, uh, you've been living in a, a under a rock video game rock, but. Uh, The uh, Legend of Zelda and what they've been able to do over the last 20 or so years with soundtracks and music, it's become more than just video game music. I mean, it's legitimate concert art when these companies come out with a game. Like, the soundtrack for Skyward Sword was all built in an orchestra in Japan, and it's just unbelievable. I bought the limited edition just for the soundtrack that came with the game. Oh yeah, um, but so many I mean, of these makes, songs are iconic, right? It makes sense too because the video game industry is how many more times the the movie industry, like oh yeah, mul multiple times. So you would expect an entertainment experience to have that kind of music and sound. And like you said, from right. Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, or sorry, from Zelda, Breath of the Wild, those sound effects will be ingrained in my brain forever. Like cooking, cooking over the fire. Yeah, even just so the menu just like sounds, the menus, the notifications. It's oh man. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, you you know all these songs. Like you hear these, and you 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 can picture exactly where you are in Ocarina of Time. Or <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, for me, Legend of Zelda. I'll listen to that stuff like normally. <laughs> Dude, I I think. And I missed a little bit of conversation. Apologies. Yeah. I really had to pee. Um, 
but in my opinion like music is kind of everything you know like to bring you to a game or to bring you to a movie experience whatever it happens to be because it's like dude i still like when i think back i know i could probably like rap out all of eminem's songs yeah. And yet I can't can't remember what I had for, you know, dinner three days ago. Right. So like the music and the rhythm and everything is is so important because it, it literally it truly does just bring you into the experience. You know, you must be yeah. loving uh, God of War, right? What's that? You must be loving God of War then, right? Is there that music soundtrack. in God of War? Oh, it's really good. If you, oh, dude, like, I have I have it turned down, and I I just beat people's faces in. No, <laughs> you gotta have it, dude. M- music is everything to me. I also, but I it. turn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it couldn't have been better. Can't write this. Uh, that's funny. Uh, love that. Well, nice. I'm glad we get to talk about some uh, some awesome video game music. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, all this uh, DMCA stuff? Like, my thought is kind of like, if people aren't using your, oh boy, something weird happened. But to me, it's kind of weird when people get kind of like struck down because they're essentially providing an advertisement base for your your video games. It's not like they're making a bunch of money off of. I understand DMCA stuff for people like musicians who produce music, but like people who get DMCA'd for playing video game music is kind of weird to me. And Nintendo's really bad about this. They take down YouTube websites all the time. Yeah, it seems really odd because I mean, those people playing those games are giving you, I mean, we ta- you, t- you guys talked about it in your streaming episode, so much free marketing by just playing games on Twitch or on YouTube. And it's not like they're monetizing based off the music. They're giving you a billboard that says play this game because it's right. And honestly, in my opinion, if you if you're a like I I don't know. If you, if you're a very famous artist and your song is being played on a stream, like that streamer is not making money off of your like people aren't drawn into your stream because of that music. Right. Right. So like really what's the harm? I understand that at a certain point when you're famous enough and you know, you have your songs that you make money off of and somebody's playing it, then you're probably, you can be like, yeah, well I make money off that song. Want, like people want, want to that download song. that song. Right. But at the same time, like if I, if myself i have like seven followers on twitch if i log in and and play a game and i play eminem's song or just to go back to what we were talking about like really yeah like no no one's drawn to my channel because of the music that i'm playing so i think in in all reality i think it's kind of dumb yeah, I depending agree on who you are. Yeah, but it'll never—they'll never be on our side with it because we don't. Uh, 
we don't really we don't have money. Yeah. Yeah. I Nobody's mean, lob- gamers don't have a lobbyist on Capitol Hill yet. Yet. One more game might be solving that problem for you guys. <laughs> <It'd be lobbyists. laughs> Let's unionize, boys. Yeah. Gamers unionize. Well, sweet, man. Had a good had a fun talking about uh, video game stuff. You guys, anything else to bring up when it comes to music, sounds, whatnot? Oh, can you? I just want to throw a pitch in there. there. There's a lot of games that make sound like a huge portion of the experience. So if you've never tried like Tetris Effect, mm. it's if if you thought Tetris was kind of fun, but you wouldn't pay 20 bucks for it, this is a complete uh, remake of it with like the music and the visuals of it are a totally different experience. And I didn't think I was going to like it that much, but playing the demo on VR, especially, holy cow, it's so cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tex- Tetris Effect is a really cool experience, at least in VR. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about some sound stuff in the games I played this week, too. Okay. Has there ever been a game that you fired up and the music was so annoying or the dialogue was so terrible that you just were like, I can't, I can't do this? I used to get annoyed by the Ace Combat games. Mm. Um because the dialogue, I mean, no offense, but the it was just very, uh, well, no, I guess that wasn't the sound. I guess that was more the dialogue, but it was just very aggressive. I think they, I think on most of the games they dubbed English over, yeah. and it just didn't translate well. Yeah, that, um, yeah, Japan. It, it's a Japanese game, I think, right? Yeah, there was a cultural. It just didn't line up culturally. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't do a good job of like translating. I think a lot of Capcom games are kind of like that sometimes, but yeah, um, it was just frustrating. It sounded like a, a North Korean speech sometimes when it wasn't even that dramatic of a point in the in the story, you know? Yeah. One of the things for me is when characters in in a story based game do like idle chit chat, but there's only like a few, there's only a limited number of things they say, so. By yeah. the time you beat the game, they've said this one or two phrases like 14,000 times, and you're just like, I don't freaking care. <laughs> I used anymore. to be an adventurer <laughs> like you, but then I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Uh, or uh, World of Warcraft's a great example. Like, if you're playing a rogue, every single time you try to use an ability and you don't have enough energy, the guy, your character will say, I don't have enough energy. And you're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> really yeah. oh one one i thought of that makes me want to rage quit i know he's watching my my friend uh fortnite man that donkey emote where they do the donkey sound <laughs> i want to c- commit acts of violence at yeah people that do that, that fortnite embraces the obnoxiousness of the emotes because the swift plays to- this god awful Dingy, 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 oh, are you kidding? It's not god awful. It's great. It's god awful. Oh, I, so I do, I do Gangnam style because I know people hate it. Like Fortnite loves that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. One sound that I wish would have changed when they first made the game is in Heroes of the Storm. When your teammate dies, it plays this really like harsh, oh. obnoxious like 
sound that forces you to be mad at whoever died. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, right. you, you, you should probably be trying to make me not so angry at my teammate yeah, dying. That's why, they, that's why they canceled it, dude. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> you canceled. It forces you to physically hate that person. Have oh. you guys ever um, heard an interview about how they came up with the sounds for Overwatch on like hit marker when you hit someone, like headshots versus, uh, you know, the sound it makes when you hit someone? Oh, with your gun? yeah. Yeah. You know what that sound is? No. It's opening a beer bottle. Twist off. And then the, really? the headshot oh, is they, they just hit the beer bottle. Ting. Um, and no, so they kidding. were, can, they were sitting around. I, I read, I saw an interview, and they were sitting around, and they're like, "What's your like favorite sound?" Just so we can put a place marker sound in there, like a satisfying sound. Yeah. And one of the developers was like, I've, "Of course, it makes sense now looking back at that company." But uh, and the, they're and like, they "Well, I love the sound of opening a beer." Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I always, uh, I, I think sound development is an interesting topic, but we can get into that later on. Blizzard is never going to sponsor us, man. No. No. <laughs> cool, dudes. All right, let's get into what we played this week. All right. Let's start off with I'm Pickle Matt. What'd you get into? All right. Man? I think I played a couple of games of Overwatch with you guys. Not too much. And it was Overwatch 1, but we've talked about that ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. Um, hopped on Fortnite again because I don't think I've played that in a few months but uh, Overwatch and HOTS did not sound fun to me and hopped on Fortnite and I had a really good time so just Dude, another piece you, of advice what do you think Have had you played the no build mode before yeah I, I had played the no build mode that season like I think I got to level 90 or somewhere around there I played it quite a bit and I loved the game then I can't stand building in that game because they just people just make mansions and I it would take me hours to do that what they do in like 30 seconds three seconds yeah <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed that a lot so going back to the uh, rage quit episode and all that uh, if you're getting frustrated with the game just maybe switch to one that you used to enjoy and then you might find some some you know higher points in your life again and then that one made me want to stream so i do have a twitch.tv slash uh, i'm pickle matt so i may start streaming a little bit because i had one of the coolest uh kills i've ever done in video games i was doing like a i was sliding down the hill and the guy was hiding behind the tree and as i was sliding i killed him and got the last elimination oh um, love I don't, that it's probably not all that impressive based on the amount of people that stream but i was really happy with myself um, <laughs> all it takes is one viral <laughs> clip dude that's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm pickle mask going to take off. And then people are going to tune in and watch me lose a bunch of matches. <laughs> <laughs> um, other games I played Astrobot. So PS5, I think I haven't picked that game up in about a year and a half, besides when my son wanted to do the controller demo. And then he was kind of enjoying watching me play. So I got my first platinum trophy ever on PlayStation. So that's uh, when, if you don't own a PlayStation, that's when you complete every single achievement for the game, if you will. Oh, so like 100% of it. Yeah, and that's only ever going to happen in Astrobot for me, I think, because it's a kind of a miniature game. And so if you go to like Horizon Zero Dawn and try to 100% it, you've got to do a lot of things. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of your life. So there's the one Platinum Trophy I'll ever have. 
Um, That's cool. I didn't know Astrobot was a game that wasn't VR. Yeah, Astrobot, uh, the new one with the PS5 is free, and it came out uh, basically, like I said, as a controller demo kind of thing. And it's all the cool stuff that they do with the controller, which, speaking of sound, they have the speaker on the dual sense. They use a really cool, uh, they integrate that really well into the game. Uh, having your guy like speak through it and stuff but uh, nice. yeah cool game if you ever get when you get your ps5 stroke you're gonna love it and your kid will probably love it too someday liam uh okay cool and then the last game i played that has to do with our topic today was outer wild so have you guys seen this one i've seen Not outer world streamers play it yeah they, i was confused at first i thought you were talking about outer worlds but yeah no. so Dude, outer worlds when, was a little bit when bigger. i when i uh was on the plane I was playing uh, Super Mario Kart 8, you know, yeah, Mario Kart on, on uh, Switch. And there was a Outer Wilds, like, map. And I knew, knew you had mentioned it. And I was like, hmm, is this what this game is? Yeah, so Outer Wilds map? Okay. Yeah, cool. on on Mario Kart Eight. That is very surprising to me. I need to look at that. Is that in the DLC? I mean, I don't know, but it, when I downloaded Mario Kart Eight, it was on there. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's, I'll have to check that out. I can't. I don't know. Maybe it's a different game, but uh, it was literally the same game that you sent us. Okay, so Outer Wilds, guys, twenty five dollars on Steam. Uh, on PlayStation Store. So if you want to get it that way, you can. You guys are going to love this. Also free on Game Pass. Love that. Okay, so you're going to be playing Outer Wilds, I'm sure. But um, it's basically a first-person space exploration puzzle uh, puzzle type game. And then uh, you're kind of stuck in a time loop that's 20 minutes long. And you're trying to solve the mystery of this little uh, fictional universe that you live in. You're kind of this alien uh, type character. And there's, I think, eight or nine planets and asteroid-type things that you can explore. And each of the planets, it's not like a Breath of the Wild planet where it's like a thousand different things you need to find. It's kind of more simplistic than that. And they all have their own little little quirks. Um, so like one planet, it's got a big ocean and there's like five or six cyclones that are flying around the tornadoes on the ocean. And as you go to like these islands, you're like running around these islands trying to explore it then all of a sudden a cyclone will grab the island and throw it into space. And then suddenly you'll be in orbit. Um, and, and you have to figure out a way to both survive that and then continue to explore. And if you die, well, you just go back to your original time loop, kind of ro- like a roguelike, roguelike game. Yeah, it sounds uh, way so different I, than the, the Mario Kart, Matt. It's probably, uh, it's probably just a naming thing. But yeah. Uh, I've died going into black holes into the sun accidentally. And then the, the actual space physics where you kind of go into orbit and stuff like that is probably not super realistic, but it, it feels good and it's awesome. Um, but the, the cool part about the topic this week, I think it's some of the best sound design I've heard in a game recently. Um, so you've got kind of a folksy banjo type music as kind of the theme, uh, depending on where you are which is uh, reminded me of what's that survival game? Ah, I had it in my brain. Ah, I'll have to think about it. I'll leave a, uh, I'll bring it up next, next one, uh, next podcast. 
but uh, folksy music. And then you find other explorers by using your little um, scope thing to detect their instruments. So like one guy plays the banjo, one guy plays the harmonica, uh, and then you can hear them from different planets. Anyway, very <laughs> cool dynamic, very cool game, really cool graphics and some of the best sound that I've seen before. Uh, check it out. If you got Game Pass, it's free. So just get it. And if you don't, then 25 bucks is well spent. Huh. I got to check that out. a really out. long uh, review, but I think it's one of the best games that I've played in a while. And I think it won a bunch of awards in 2019, 2020 when it came out. Interesting. Okay. That's Anything all else? I played. That's it. That's all, nah, folks. Outer Wilds and Fortnite, basically. Sweet. All right, Swift. What about you, man? Uh, so I played, let's see, I already talked about Super Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. Played that. Dude, no big deal. In two and a half hours on a plane from Phoenix to Spokane, I three-starred eight levels. Oh, again, humble brag. Wow. Kind of a humble brag. You know, no big deal. Did you ever link um, up with any kids that were in the on the plane? No, I didn't. Oh, I, <laughs> I would have smashed them. Playing near you in seat yeah. six six B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I played that. It, yeah, it's it's fun. It's the same kind of thing. Um. I played a lot of God of War before I left. The, that game just gets better and better. And yep. Taze, I don't know where you are, but when you like it throws back to the old games. Oh you know, cool. when you when you uh pass a certain stage and have to break out an old weapon. I'm not giving out any spoilers. Uh but oh man, it's so good. Atreus. Are you, Chase? Are you, are you there? Have you broken out the? Have you gotten back into the old games? Uh, you know I, n- I never played the old games, so I don't really know. I don't think the so. We- I just the I, weapon. The, I'm talking about. Le- oh no! I still have uh, what's it called? Uh, the axe, Leviathan. Okay, dude. Just I just killed. Just wait. I just killed. Um, Broly, bro, Brody, bro, some some son of Thor. Yeah, yeah, one of the sons. See, so you, yeah. you fought the two bosses. I fought the, the two, two bosses, guys. and I just killed Homeboy. And uh, yeah, that's when I I paused. Okay, so you're gonna get to a point where you get the because you never played the old ones, right? No. So you're gonna get to a point here in the next six to nine minutes of the game where you get your old like the old weapons didn't he have like a chain thing in one of the old games maybe maybe yeah maybe Um, dude i'm kind of stoked it's so fun and i so i'm beyond that point uh it's this story is amazing boy boy rip I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Taze. Dude, doesn't I know he's in the second game because I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're in Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but the 
I'm telling you, the story just gets better and better, and I'm really enjoying it. Other than that, I, I really didn't play much. Because we were there in Phoenix, and then now we're here. So a lot of traveling. Yeah, cool. Didn't get to much. That's fine, dude. You, got, you put in some work in some games. Yeah. All right, I'll rattle through mine. I had a Fortnite-heavy week um, for me when it comes to Fortnite. As a person who didn't like that game for so long, I am having a blast. Uh, I've been working through some of the... I'm like... Part of me isn't even playing, like, the the main game. I'm doing all the stupid side mission stuff. Uh, <laughs> running around the... Yeah. Uh, dude, I think, I think that's what Fortnite does best. Yeah, they do it better than any it's, other game. The, there's the BR happening, but you can go off and just do whatever you need as far as side quests. The problem and, is you And it's entertaining to do those. You can't play the game without getting a thousand pop-ups every game of what you've done as a quest. There's so many of them. Yeah, that's true. That, that just means you won. But they're, got, all designed, they're all designed to get people moving about the map to cause more fighting. That's, what, that's the beauty of the design. Yeah. yeah. That, I, think, I think they do it better than anybody. Yeah, I, I got my Mandalorian skin, and I'm never buying another battle pass. Cause <laughs> what else do you now. need? I'm trying to yeah. get Vader, dog. Ugh. I tried to kill him because I'm on that step in the quest. Dude, destroyed me. In the solo queue, I told you two weeks ago. I didn't know he could. In, he could. He fly. Th- throw. Yeah, and he throws his lightsaber yeah. at you and return. What? I mean, it's so difficult. Hey, uh, if EA had anything to say about it, what would you feel after you unlocked Darth Vader? Uh, I don't know, but it would <laughs> Pride be highly accomplishment or whatever. It would, it would be highly tweeted. <laughs> the most uh, downvoted com- comment on the internet ever on Reddit. Yes, I played a lot of Fortnite, having a great time. I won a couple solo queues, um, put together a little highlight reel. I played some Overwatch 1 and 2 with the wifey. If you haven't seen my latest Widowmaker headshot extravaganza on my YouTube channel, you can check that out uh, in the description below on the podcast. It's a really good video. A lot of headshots, that's all I do. A lot of headshots. It's nice when you can uh, edit it and not show all your misses but whatever <laughs> dude i love the fact that because i saw earlier i saw uh jen on facebook she's she's posting pictures with the kids and like yeah. did did the disney podcast did the thing did the thing and and we're on overwatch you know hanging out as mercy and she's got her headphones on on in both the pictures of the kids i'm just like oh jen jen's full back in it she's she loves it i love it yeah it was awesome we spent a good amount of time just hanging out as nerd as a nerd family uh cool god of war played some like i talked about i think his name is magni is the dude that i killed now that i think about it but uh and then i did i started feeling bad because we kind of uh stopped talking about elden ring even though it was gifted to us by uh our homeboy tractor beam but uh 
I haven't heard from him since then, so it's kind of been out of sight, out of mind. But I I fired it back up on the Steam Deck, and I kind of like got lost in it for a little bit. So I'm gonna start kind of trying to press forward in the in the main quest instead of dilly dallying like I've been doing. Uh, it's time to yeah. put my big boy pants on in that game and and play it like it's supposed to be played. Uh, yeah, that's it, dudes. That's my gaming week. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, chat. We're glad that you've uh, been here kind of hanging out with us while we listen to some cool gaming music, some cool gaming sounds. And as always, we appreciate all the support. Like I said before, you can follow us on Twitter at OMG underscore podcast GG for your opportunity to get entered into a chance to win a copy of a special edition copy of Ghostwire Tokyo for the uh, for PC. You can find myself streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the stroke as well as at the stroke at Twitter and Instagram. Swift, what are you up to? What are you doing these days on the on the interwebs where people find you? Dude, I'd, I wish I could uh, be more consistent, but like you see here, I'm in Coeur d'Alene, so I don't. I don't really get to stream all that often. I want to. Um, when I when I do, you can find me at twitch.tv slash swiftmeda. Um, swiftmeda on basically all social platforms. Uh, so drop me a follow. Shout out. Tell us what you, or tell me what you like, don't like about the podcast. We're always here to adapt and overcome like we saw last week. So <laughs> And this week. All right, pickle Matt, you've second one. Not not as bad as the first, so we're in, yeah. we're on the up and up. So uh, no, really up is up. bad. What do you got? What do you got for the listeners? All right, you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash I'm Pickle Matt, and uh, I think you'll see me streaming a little bit more once I moved to my new house and I got my real desk set up. Because right now I'm solo monitor like a peasant, uh, so it's hard to bring up anything else besides a game. But uh, yeah, might throw together some. Uh, some cool clips from Fortnite at least here soon. And then I'll get my YouTube out there once we uh, do the next podcast. Nice. All right. Around the room. Let's leave the, let's leave these, these fellas and gals with uh, some words of wisdom. Swift. What do you got? Uh, if, if you want to build wealth, do it and buy a lake house and <laughs> just go out on the boat every once in a while. Cause it's That's awesome. It. <laughs> and I, I love being here because we literally, <laughs> dude, I wish I could show you guys. We lit there. There's a, our house. Sorry, not our house. Uh, my wife's family's house. We're up on like a cliff on Coeur d'Alene. There's literally an escalator right there. You just step onto it, hit the button, bink, and it brings you down to the lake where the what? dock is. Oh, get out of here. It's there you have so it, fun. That's, that's good information. So you should yeah. definitely marry into wealth. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. So thank you very much. American dream. Uh, good All advice. All right. Pickle Matt, what do you got, man? Yeah. If you're playing a, if you're playing a game, uh, there's a lot of cool sounds, a lot of music that you can hear. So don't don't mute that thing. Experience the whole thing. Enjoy the uh, entire game in its entirety. 
Cool. Sorry, I'll leave you with a, with a sound tip. If you're playing a game that has uh, surround sound enabled, make sure you have that enabled, Dolby Digital or whatever, what have you. And uh, make sure you, that you have your headphones on the correct way because, uh, <laughs> take it from me, things can be backwards uh, with surround uh, sound effects. So don't get uh, caught off guard. I, t- turning the wrong way as Widowmaker. Yeah. Trying to find those footsteps. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Where's Tracer? <laughs> no. Uh, cool. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, as always, you can find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find your podcast. Thanks for joining us. And I'll leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you should stop playing. Game on, gamers. And we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Pickle Matt, Swift. See ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG Podcast GG and on Twitter at OMG underscore Podcast GG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.